Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on my hallways. Thankfully, FrameBridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip-hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. Hey, it's R from the Think Loud crew. Here's one of my favorite episodes. Let's talk about sex. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast. Three moms getting real with parenthood, relationships, and the WTF moments of our daily lives. My name is R. Kyle Lynn. I'm Cheyenne Floyd. And I'm Shannon. Today we are talking about... Dun, 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 dun. Let's talk about sex, sex baby. Oh, today we're talking about sex. So before we jump into this topic, damn horny Shannon, horny y'all. She just started <laughs> jumping up. She got way too excited to talk about sex. <laughs> Whoa, man, who who wants to jump in first? I feel like Shannon, you had something you wanted to share. Oh, with us. no, you guys, yeah. Shannon's so. way too hype. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I have a question for y'all. 
I got a text from a guy, and you told me he couldn't be with me. <clears throat> so I asked him why, and he said that he's still a thought. I said, oh, okay, that's cool. And then he went on and said, I need to be a hoe for at least three more months. <laughs> what would y'all say to that? I told him, go ahead and do your hoe shit. And I said, have a good night. Have, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I mean, I love the honesty because guys are never honest about that kind of stuff. But then the next day, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry that I was venting to you like that. And I'm really not a hoe. I'm really, but I'm like, when you're drunk, you say the things that are really on your mind. So you can't take that back. No, you can't. Just be honest. You're a thought, a hoe, whatever you, both use both terms. So. <laughs> I, I mean, I like the honesty. I'm all for the honesty, and I like that at least he's telling you like, this give me is three months, <laughs> three months, and then we can talk. <laughs> but until then, I'm trying to put it wherever I can fit it. Yes. So as, as basically, says, he's trying to get it out of system. He needs to get out of his system. But then I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I want to go back. Go back to that. Three that. Later, no. It'd be like, okay, now we're All right. three months later, you're ready? we're there. <laughs> you're ready um, for that relationship? Right. I need you to go get checked out, and I need to see your, you know, what's your status going back to yeah, <laughs> what there we go. That's what's when we talked about what's your status. I guess I think we should rewind. Let's go back to pre-sex, pre-baby sex. Yes. How was sex before you guys had a kids? Baby. Let's do it. Kyle, how was sex before you had a kid? Um... I okay so growing up I was really scared of sex so I don't feel like I had a lot of sex when I was young so like why were my, you scared what's young right um what? like I, I let's start how old were you when you lost your virginity I was it was a week before my 17th birthday so you were 16 I was 16 yeah that's a good it was age my, my senior year <clears throat> it was right before I started my senior year of high school and basically, my boyfriend was going away to college, and it happened. And yeah, how did you feel afterwards? <laughs> it was it was like a really nice experience. This is turning into like, a therapy right. session. <laughs> First Are you of all, okay? Like, I lied to him and told him I wasn't a virgin because he one time gave me this whole speech about how he didn't want to have sex with a virgin. Oh, yeah, and I was like. Wow. Oh, well, well yeah, I'm, not a I'm not a virgin. I'm not a virgin. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was like the first time we had sex, it was on the beach. And it was okay. like, That's, ew. No, but it was. Did nice. you get sand in areas? Yeah. No. I don't like beach Wait, sex. He dug like a crevice. And it was I, one of those moments where I was like, crevice. I was like, oh, this man, he's been taking girls down on the beach. Like, after, like, when so I saw the whole process. So he dug a hole for you guys to have sex in. <laughs> and he put a blanket down, and I was like, no sand. <laughs> and it was like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I didn't know what to Was it night? Yeah, it was nighttime. Okay. Well, it wasn't during the day. When I'm, I'm, like, imagining kids building sandcastles. <laughs> right, and, like, I'm like. People playing in the water, and then you look over, and there's <laughs> Kyle in her hole. <laughs> losing her virginity got it okay no it was a nice night um but previous to that i was kind of scared of sex just because both of our parents have siblings who had like teen pregnancies and i was like i did not want that to it scared me it just it just scared me i was like uh sex is sex makes babies like that's what it was 
Um, so yeah, I that's that was when I first had sex. But then it wasn't like I was like you know just throwing it back. Um, After that, you're like, oh, I mean, you were throwing it back to him. <laughs> yeah, but he was also out of state for college. So it wasn't so like what a, happened after that. You left, the and then time. you're like, okay, no, like we still had sex. Like we had sex for years. Um, so that was that. So it's like in my, I didn't go to college, so I didn't have this like college exploratory of like hoe phase or going on. But I always had like a boyfriend. Um, one of my boyfriends was not a sexual person, so it was like really weird where I'm, like, in my early 20s where, like, I wanted to have sex. Like, I was like, I want to figure this out. Like, I'm a woman. Like, I have needs. I have desires. So I didn't really get to explore there. So after that relationship, I was really on some, like, sex with intention where I was, you know, I read, like, erotic stories or, like, watched erotic films. Um, Like, I was, I'm, I have now come to discover, like, I'm a very kinky person. Um. But I also learned those things through, like, exploring. So it's, like, I had sex with intention. So it wasn't, like, I've definitely had sex with different people. But it's, like, I would choose one person and just kind of be, like, Explore with them. Yeah. Like, let's figure out the different layers of sex. Um, Sex was also very mental for me. So it's, like, it's not just, like, a physical attraction. It's not just, like, a let's just go have this quickie, like, oh, you're fine in the club, like, meet me outside type thing. Um, You've never met someone in the club and met them outside? Um, yes, I did. Not, not, it wasn't outside the club. I mean, you've never met somebody outside the club and had sex with them? Oh, yeah, that's where I met my, met my baby daddy. <laughs> I was about to say, I thought this was a podcast of honesty. <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely met my children's right, father right. outside a club, um, but we didn't have sex then. Um, it was like, you know, like a month later. <laughs> and then I came home pregnant. But um, I, <laughs> I came home pregnant. <laughs> um, okay, Kyle. No, I'm just saying, like, I've, sex has always been kind of different. I feel like my sexual journey is, everyone's sexual journey is different. But, like, mine, yeah, I would have, like, one person and it'd be, like, you know, let's, here's, here's we're going to go through all of these things. We're going to try explore. all these different things. Yeah. So I've definitely had a lot of experience, I feel. All right, you're talking too much. <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> no, I'm not ready. I'm talking about you my and sex you life. Life. your virginity. <laughs> Kyle was about to keep going d- deep into her sex life. Yeah, I could talk about all kind of stuff. All right, Yes, yeah, she can. Um, <laughs> I really don't know when I lost my virginity. What? What? I don't know. I was young, though. And I know it was in the car. Okay, like young as in like 14. I think I was 15. maybe like, I don't know, how old would I, where would I be in 15? High school in like ninth grade, 10th grade? <clears throat> maybe I was in like 11th grade. How do you not remember when you lost your virginity? I don't, maybe I, okay, I come to terms that I kind of block out things that I don't want to remember. Oh, was it not good? A good experience? I don't think so. Because I feel like a lot of my, I've had a lot of different traumas. So I like to, I feel like I'm a master of like blocking things out of my life that are negative or hurtful. Mm -hmm. So I've learned that just by going to therapy. So I was thinking about on the way here, I was like, I block a lot of things out that are trauma risen. It wasn't like bad, like I was forced to have sex, but it was just, you know. Do you remember who you lost originally? Yes, I do. And was that a good or bad person? 
a bad person. So that's probably why you block it out. Sorry. So I think I'd block things out. Like, I was that private school girl that wanted all the bad boys. Mm, that's, I still, liked, that's still us. I think so, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I was <laughs> a private school girl that wanted to date a boy from public school. Oh. And my dad just always looked at me like, girl, get, get your life because I put you in a good life. Anyways... <laughs> Um, I was always in a relationship, um, but sex before Parker, I've had a couple of different experiences. So, like I said, I met, I had sex, I remember this one time, this one guy was really just excited. It was really, he was like, oh yeah, oh, oh." it was just too much. (laughs) It was a lot. He was a musician and I was like, boy, calm down. He's like, I'm about to put in, yeah. Yes, it was a lot. I was like, whoa. (laughs) That's the funny part. There's sometimes guys who are like, I'm a beast. Like, I'm going to really put it on you. And then it just turns you off. Like, like, (laughs) (laughs) and you're like, I'm waiting. (laughs) No pencils inside me, please. Oh my gosh. Not a pencil. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. There's so many different styles. Wait, so what? How was sex after Parker? Sex after? I mean, before Parker. Before like, Parker, just... I explored. I don't think I explored a lot, but when I was in college, I feel like I did. I was barely there for like a year, but I did explore. I feel like I was like exploring with like the basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. That's really bad because I went to a Baptist school. And you explored the team. (laughs) I explored two basketball players. I like how they keep on using the word explored, y'all. Explored. I think 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 your mom put those. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, my mom told us don't come on here and say ho or ho phase. And now everybody's like, I experimented. (laughs) I explored. Yes. Okay, you guys. Great way to clean it up, ladies. But I think I think my whole phase was in college, which was bad because, like I said, I went to a Baptist school, so none of the other girls were over there. Ex- they were exploring yeah. too, were they? Yes. Oh my gosh, maybe Some of the most religious people I yeah. know are the most undercover hoes. Explorers. Now I'm going to use the word hope. No, <laughs> and stop exploring. Trust me, they were exploring too. Don't yeah. think but you yeah, I think I think my freshman year was my exploring stage. Just freshman year? Yeah, because then after when I got out of college, I met this guy. It was a really toxic relationship, but I was with him for the for a good amount of my 20s. So... He was an interesting exploring type of guy, but it wasn't healthy. So it was like a toxic type of situation. And then, and then, yeah. And then, then you had Parker. Then I had Parker. And I think, yeah, then I had Parker. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. I hate you guys. Obviously, I didn't believe in condoms when I had Parker. (laughs) Clearly, the three of us all need to. Need a condom talk. (laughs) I went to an all girls school. No, our parents talked to us about sex and using condoms and birth control. We just didn't listen. I don't think we listened. I can't blame it on my environment at all. No. It was just a. 
We were told. Um, we were all told. We were all told. We were I think. Yeah. We were just do not little... try and blame it on you into a private school. That has nothing to we do with taught. it. We were taught. <laughs> we were taught up our asses because our parents both had siblings that had kids really young. So our parents talked to us about sex until a we lot. were blue. And it's like until even to this day, <laughs> yeah. we talk about sex. Like we have a we have a household where we can openly talk about sex and. Mm-hmm. I think that's healthy, too. Yeah, and it's, I, growing up, I would really kind of feel like I shied away from it because I was like, this is weird. But then it was like, once I started talking, my mom would be like, okay, you know what? That's too much. (laughs) Kyle doesn't know, like, when to stop. Yeah. It's like, okay, we heard you the first time, and it's almost like she knows she's getting us to, like, starting to itch. And it's like, she's like, but let me tell you where I, what I did next. But (laughs) very. Let me tell you what he did next. She will tell you all the details. She was telling me the details when i picked up earlier i was like oh okay girl we don't want to hear it all like okay great like we're but i would say we are very open (gasps) we are yeah yeah the first i told my dad when i lost my virginity he was the first person to know tell us i love that it was very interesting (laughs) how how old were you it was the summer before college so I was 17. Why am I doing a thumbs up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was 17. I was just about to turn 18. And I, for a very long time, thought that I was going to save myself for marriage. Yes. I was like, well, back in high school and like pre-high school, I was Kyle called me a Bible thumper. Yep. I went to a Christian school. <laughs> a Bible thumper. I was, mm-hmm. I would literally carry my Bible around. Um, Cheyenne has oh, so many that, personalized Cheyenne. Bibles. Yeah. And like, I have so many Bibles that say my name on them. It's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Many size, ones that fit yeah. in your purse, big ones. I was very, very into my faith and. To the point where, like, I just thought Kylan was like the biggest yeah, sinner. I was going to hell, or going to hell. <laughs> like everything she did was like sinful to me. MySpace, oh my god, you're a sinner. Like everything was, <laughs> everything was so bad. Her having tattoos. Jesus doesn't like you. No. Like your body is a temple, There's and no you ruin it. Oh, now you look what you have. Oh no, no, no! It was so <laughs> bad. How I was so judgmental and so stuck on like the Bible says. The Bible says. Uh, um. So yeah, for a very long Maranatha time. You think did that to you? Mm, I think I was like that a little bit before. before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering. Yeah, Maranatha heightened it. If anything, Ooh, yeah. I, it was like a combination of, of her school heightened it and maybe me helping influence it just because i was like i was more free spirited i was she was like a rebel yeah and i was really really reserved and really good like i followed the The rules rules. yes but like beyond following the rules whatever that is that was enforcing the rules yeah I was like, or I was like, like if, if somebody says like walk right here and walk straight, it's like I'm trying to find like the line on the perfect floor line. To, to walk <laughs> on, like the rest of the floor has lava or something. So yeah, pre that time, um, I was really, really, really convicted that I was going to save myself for marriage. <laughs> but then my parents, who I had never seen fight or anything got divorced like within seconds in my head now Mm -hmm. you know there's a whole nother story to that but from my perspective they got divorced really really quick and i was introduced to my stepdad really really quick 
And it kind of made me, like, mad at God and, like, mad at my faith and my religion because it's, like, how could you do this, you know? (laughs) And I took it out in really odd ways, and one of those ways was losing my virginity and coming home and telling my dad I had sex. (laughs) I love it. And I really wanted him to be mad at me because it was such, like, a good, like, he was so proud of me for the fact that, like, I was saving myself for marriage. And I kind of, like, did, I had, I lost my virginity and out of, like, spite for my parents. And I wanted them to be mad at me and wanted to almost get in trouble for it. But my dad turned around. I can literally picture it at our old house when we were in the kitchen. He was heating something up in the microwave, and I told him. And he, the microwave, like, stops. He opens it. He's eating his food. He turns around. He goes, okay, kid. And I was, like, waiting for, like, the scolding or waiting for him to be like, what? No, you know, like, some movie scene. And he's just eating. He goes, okay. He was kind of. I can. And I was like, yeah. And I did. You know, this is my first time. I did everything the right way still, you know. I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right, let's go watch TV. And I was so frustrated and so mad. And I wanted to scream, like, I had sex, did you hear me? Like, I didn't, like, be mad at me almost or, like, scold me. And all he wanted to do was go and watch freaking TV on the couch. And that's kind of how that went down. Um, Looking back, I wish I would have waited until, like, a time where I actually wanted to have sex as opposed to, like, a time Mm -hmm. to, like, get back at my parents who didn't care if i had it or not (laughs) nobody gave me the reaction that i was looking for so then i was like well fuck like i should have just waited on this shit it wasn't like it was good like i feel like first time sex isn't like good like it wasn't how i pictured in my head like you know i was gonna have candles and there was gonna be like flowers somewhere and it was gonna be very like nice and sentimental or those petals oh yeah Yeah, you were saving yourself i was it was gonna be such like this moment and it turned into like this moment where i'm like Put it in, like, come on, get back to my dad. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it turned into not a good like, like moment. I'll just imagine you having sex and visualizing dad's reaction. Like that sounds that's crazy. a little that's a little. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. So after that experience, um, we I went to college and I told myself like okay now that you did it like we're gonna keep doing this but like on oh. our terms <laughs> but I knew automatically me going to college I went to Hampton and I was so nervous of like how people were gonna view me and stuff and I knew I was coming from LA going to Virginia and I just knew automatically because of how things work people were gonna automatically assume She's probably a hoe or this or that. Mm-hmm. Or, and people are stuck people up, yeah. Small it's a small small environment. Or you're stuck up, you're from LA. Like yeah. there was All just so much judgment. I was like, I'm not having sex with anybody my whole freshman year. Yeah. I'm just not gonna mm-hmm. do it. And I that was my next like I'm convicted on this thing. Yes. And I didn't. And if you would have asked people, they would have listed people that I had sex with. And really? I'm like, yeah, they there were so many rumors and I stuff. Hate and I'm so in high school. I'm like, too. I never had sex with any of these people. So after freshman year when they like everyone just, just I would be like, so who do I do it with? And they'd be like, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, no, but sh- whatever. I was so frustrated. Think what you want to think. Yeah, like you think what you want to think. So the next year after my sophomore year of college, I was like, it's time to explore. 
Like, oh, they already they already think I'm exploring. <laughs> I'm gonna explore. explore now. And that way you got to and see hey, yeah. more. You got to allow people to like weed themselves. I kind out of, of the filled out the like, environment. Yeah, because it yes. people definitely come in. Oh, hot so you and had heavy. people you were coming for you, sir? I did. I really did. I waited a whole year and I I was trying to figure it out. So my exploring phase started sophomore year (laughs) of college. And I explored. She explored, ladies and gentlemen. And (laughs) experimented like my other two buddies right here. (laughs) And, yep, I did that for about sophomore, junior, senior. And then after college, I started... I had a year before I started doing MTV stuff. I was still exploring. <laughs> so did you? So you didn't have a boyfriend? I did. Okay. <laughs> she, she, said, she said I did. I did. I did have one. I did. I had a boyfriend in college, <laughs> and I was exploring in college too. <laughs> so you know. You know, it's crazy because when <laughs> Zach and I got engaged and when we booked the wedding venue, my dad called me a few days before and he basically was like, you know, kid, like I'm all, I'm all for this, you know, this next phase of life and stuff, but I'm just going to check. Have you explored enough? Like, you know, have you gotten it out your system? Do you feel like you've lived enough to where like this is the next phase and you're going to commit to this next phase, you mm-hmm. know? And I really thought about it, and I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm good. Like, I think that's a I'm question. fine. Like, no, I don't a, feel like I'm missing question. anything. I don't feel like there's anything out there that I want or feel like I'm going to not be able to have with getting married. Because right. I feel like some, sex is something that you do have to almost indulge in it in, in a certain way just so that you can learn what do you like what kind of right. person are you like that way you can communicate it with your mate your spouse your and i'm not necessarily saying like go figure it out and then come to your mate like there's some people who are very young and they come together young and they they learn discover together but it's for me i didn't have that experience so it was like i'm gonna go figure this out that way when i do like part of me is ready to settle down or commit to someone because I know what I want. You know I know what I want like. from your exactly. sex and, I, and that's kind of how I feel. And I feel like when I was in college, I really remember another conversation with my dad. Me and dad just have a lot of I our, love that. Open one, okay, sex one talks thing apparently. about our dad, our dad is very open. Yeah. Like you can literally talk to him about any subject. And any it's not topic. weird. It doesn't come off like he's not biased. He's yeah. gonna talk to you like, all right, let's you know, like it's normal. Talk about it. Right. So I remember there was one conversation I had with him and he was based, I was dating someone at the time and he was basically telling me like, kid, you're young. Like there's no reason you should be like in a committed relationship. This is your chance and your time right now to date around. And he's like, I'm not telling you to go and sleep with everybody or to sleep around, but I'm telling you to date. Like you need to date so you can find out what you want and to be able to communicate later in life what you want. So I do feel like I did that. And now as I'm getting ready to get married, I really feel like I'm able to, com- like, I'm able to commit fully. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to communicate, I like this, I don't like this. Can we try this? Right. Yeah. Looks ex- yeah. Let's explore. That's right. important. <laughs> Let's, Let's explore. explore. <laughs> yes. Like, I got something that I want to do with you. It's like, okay, you've explored. Zach have explored. Now y'all can, like, come together and say, 
I like yeah, this, this. Buy is, this for yeah. me, and we can have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Zach's definitely explored, so it's not. We don't. We've we've had we had this conversation, you know, plenty of times before saying, okay, this is going to be our next step. Because what I don't want to do is not have that conversation with him and then get, get married, married and, and then be he's happy. like. I want to go sleep with Sarah down the street because she does this and you're not doing that. Like, nope, no, sir. Right. But that is, it's so true because I've heard so many people get married and the sex is, the sex life isn't good. And then they get, end up getting divorced because you're not pleasing the person enough. Yep. And sex is mental. Like, it's not all physical. Physical, yeah. When I was pregnant, my doctor was talking to Zach and I and she was saying, you know, sex is basically 90% mental. And when I say that, I mean, it's like you have to make love to my mind before you can make love to my body. So like throughout the day, little things like small compliments or even a tap on the booty, like, you know, like something where it's like, yeah, like a love language, like where where you see me all day and like we're, it's a buildup. It's like a buildup. So by the time we're in bed, it's like, (laughs) that tap on the booty you gave me this morning in the kitchen, like, it's definitely a buildup. I feel like that was something that our mom has taught us also is that your mate should make love to your mind and not just your body. And and now that I'm like an adult and <laughs> getting married and have two kids, I'm like... Girl, you got two kids. Right. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh, this is what she was talking about. Like, before when she would say it, I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't really hear it as much. But now that I'm, you know, Zach and I live together, we see each other every day. Mm. We got babies. Like, now I feel it more you're than up ever. To right. Make it different. Yeah. Well, on that note, we're going to take a break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuchs and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. We're back. <laughs> we go. Oh, yeah, we are, but we got to work on our commercial voices. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Ooh. Yes. That was good, Shannon. Did you like that? I did. Even think about that. So, how does sex work now? <laughs> I mean, like now that you guys have kids, like, do you? Well, let. I mean, eh, do you have sex? Eh. Uh. <laughs> do you have sex? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm currently not having sex, but previous to getting pregnant. What about after boss? I was obviously having sex. Yeah, well, clearly, well, obviously, you had yeah. another baby. <laughs> <laughs> And you clearly still don't know what a condom is. <laughs> no. Um, but I... <laughs> okay. You okay over there? Right. Are you thinking about your decisions? Like, what are you doing? Yes, I'm thinking about my decisions. Mm. Um, using a condom is a very safe way and practical way to protect yourself. And when I, well, Cheyenne got this speech first and from our dad. But when I got pregnant and told my dad, he was like, basically, he was like, you could have gotten AIDS. Um, just. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember that speech. <laughs> it was you like could've... you had sex without yeah. protection. Was very. Uh, no, and when, it was, it I, was like, when you said I had this speech first, I'm like, what is she talking about? But now that do you, you want to give because I feel like yours was more. Oh, mine was detailed. so intense. <laughs> When I After told you had right or when no. I told my dad I was pregnant, was pregnant with Ryder, the his first reaction was, "You could be dying of AIDS right now, basically." Yes, and I'm thank saying, God it's a baby, but yeah. you could have had AIDS. And I'm sitting there like, what? <laughs> like you know, I'm waiting for like the reaction of like me being pregnant, not the reaction of like, do you have AIDS or not, and. He kind of went back to, like, basically our whole, you know, preteen, teen, uh, young adult life. Mm -hmm. He's always talked to us about using protection, protection and how you're protecting yourself not only from getting pregnant, but from, like, STIs and STDs and AIDS. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, how did we get all the way here to yeah. AIDS? Where, like, in my head, I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> do I? What is like? I need to go get checked. Like that was. So then you know I'm sitting there and I'm pregnant and everybody knows there was a lot of questions around my pregnancy and now in my head I'm pregnant and I got fucking AIDS because my dad <laughs> told me like my dad diagnosed me basically. <laughs> so and I'm just like okay God, what are we about to do? So I made a doctor's appointment to go and get checked. I did not have AIDS. Um. But my dad was really, really upset with me because I didn't use a condom and not for getting pregnant necessarily, but because of putting myself in risk. Risk. Um, once we found out that I, in fact, didn't have any STIs or anything like that, then he gave me a whole nother talk about being pregnant where he was still upset. So he was still really upset then. So, you know, either way, I wasn't winning around that time. 
But it was a really, really intense talk. Yeah. I remember I remember we were prepping for your baby shower and your dad was like, Tell her, Shannon. Tell her how it's hard. How to <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. He was really intentional to me. He was like, tell her how hard it is to be a single mom. And I was like, oh, um, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And I'm all, still trying to get used to about it. That. About that. <laughs> like, in all transparency, telling my dad when I was pregnant with Ryder was probably the hardest person to tell. Just because my dad and I have a really close relationship. When my parents got divorced, I stayed with my dad. Um. And it was just, it was just us. So he, the talks, you know, we had a lot of talking. And telling him, I really felt like I was disappointing him. And especially with the situation, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like I didn't have, like, a good good presentation. You know, this is what happened. This is who my baby daddy is. This is what we're going to do. It was like, hey, dad, I'm pregnant. Hey. Don't know, you know, like the Bible thumper. Yeah, got pregnant. And got lost in her know. exploring phase. I got lost. And for me, I was looking at her. I was like, Ooh. it was like a shock to everyone. Yes, because it was I've a shock. I've always done things the quote unquote right by way, way by yes. the book. I went to high school. I got great grades. I went to college. I made dean's list all four years. Mm-hmm. I always listened to graduated in four years. Yeah, like, like I always did exactly what I was supposed to be doing. So then when I got pregnant, it was like, what? Yeah. Like everyone was just like, and then not only getting pregnant, but I got pregnant and I had two options of a, a, my child's father and that was like the biggest Jerry Springer Maury show you know <laughs> segment of my life I didn't and it was it was really hard so my dad basically was like telling me you know like how hard it would be to keep the baby and he never told me to get an abortion but he definitely hinted very highly at getting an abortion (laughs) and how that would be the necessary like easier option out and he was very harsh in his words I would say really really harsh and it was really hard because I didn't believe in abortion Mm. and having one um which is very different because when Cheyenne told me she was pregnant I was immediately like Okay, Go. we're having a baby. Yeah, like, that was her first reaction. She knew that I, I wasn't going to get an abortion. Yeah. Uh, it didn't. It didn't matter what the circumstances were. Right. It was, it was like, happening. It was happening. It was happening. I could have gotten pregnant by, you know, as my mom says, it could have been the mailman. The mailman, <laughs> and I would have kept the baby. Like, yes. yeah, it's just who I am. So for my dad to be so harsh with the abortion topic, um, it really took a lot from me. Like as a par- like as a person, it was like more of like. I don't know. It, I just took it really, really personally. Wood is personal. Well, that's your right. personal. That's what your your beliefs is right. going back on them. So he he didn't make my pregnancy in the beginning easy. Not like it was his responsibility to do so, but he didn't. He made it hard. It was already a tough situation. Yeah, and it's like he didn't. He Rina. didn't help. You need somebody. <laughs> you need those positive. Yeah, he made it tough. Yes. Well, kid, it's a hard day today. It's always gonna be hard. Now, like it was just, it was a lot. So fast forward, this was probably like Ryder was. Ryder had to be two when he apologized. Remember. Oh, yeah, he did apologize. Yeah, um, yeah he was t- I love she that. Was Ryder was because two it's when I, it's because when I got pregnant. It's when Kyle found out she was pregnant, and Kyle was asking, was 
you know, kind of facing the same funk of like, shit, how am I about to tell dad? So I was with my dad. We were both with my dad, but we went outside my grandpa's house. And I was kind of like pepping, prepping my dad for like Kyle's news and like kind mm-hmm. of filling out the waters. And we got on the subject of like pregnancy and sex and stuff. And he had then again had told me how disappointed he was in the fact that I didn't use a condom because I could have gotten AIDS, yes. not because of disappointed in me having Ryder because he he absolutely loves being a grandfather now but he he was still stuck on you know AIDS but he did apologize for the way that he handled me being pregnant with Rye and how he regrets um saying or suggesting to get an abortion because he's like me being a grandpa is like the best thing that has ever happened and I'm so in love with like the kids and I, the way that you parent and like you're an amazing mother like and it was like a if you know my dad him apologizing doesn't come um ever um <laughs> ever yeah so <laughs> i'm standing there and i'm like oh my god ever. is this really happening and he's and just I'm like sitting there in shock too and at that because moment, she's pregnant at that moment like, i was oh. just like well, since we're talking about it, I'm uh, apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pregnant too. And his first reaction was, you know what? You could have gotten AIDS. Yeah. And then it was like, he embraced me and hugged me and was like, you know. His reaction was, was a, definitely different. I got it. Yes. I definitely got a different reaction yeah. than Cheyenne initially did. Um, but yeah, it, it I literally felt like that little kid who was scared of sex for a second having to tell my dad, like, yeah. Daddy, I had, sex and, I had sex and now I'm having a baby. Um, yeah. But it was, it was, I mean, like, it means a lot that he acknowledged what he said and mm-hmm. that he regrets saying it and that if he can go back, he would have changed the his way. whole approach and stuff. And it's a lesson learned. I mean, this whole sex and having babies has been a lesson learning. Yeah. And, it's <laughs> and a, you know, it is what it is. It, it definitely, like, now that I'm pregnant again... I feel like I didn't learn my lesson the first time, but it's like sex is really important and I definitely hold it to a different degree. Like when I was younger, it's like, oh, sex is fun. It's fun. We're exploring. We're experimenting. We're figuring out who we are. Now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, I don't want to be touched. Like, I I really want. Is that because you're pregnant or do you mean just in general? Like you want sex with a different intention this time? Yes. And it's like, I almost want to go back to like 25-year-old Kyle who was, you know, exploring with intention. And it wasn't like, and I was exploring with one person at that time. And it was just like, let me just get deeper into this. Like, what does it mean to have not just a sex, a sexual relationship, but like to have like a sensual relationship? Like, where does that sensuality come from? And it really got me into like my just being a feminine being. Like I wanted to be soft during sex. I wanted someone to actually make love to me. It wasn't just like this act. And Shit, it's a face. <laughs> it's just no, no. It, it's no, it, it's different. It like- and it's like figuring out like this <laughs> whole figuring out this whole female orgasm. And it's like, what is in that your older mean? age? Or at 25. Or at 25. Oh, I, I figured that out at 25. Oh, okay. Like, you're yeah. confusing me. No, yeah, but it's like... Excuse me just a little bit. It's like me, me now. I'm like going back to that person who I feel like And you kind want of, that now. Yeah, it's like... So it's, did you not have that getting pregnant? No. Okay. And that's okay. like, yeah, I'm like... Okay, I'm trying to make this story come full right. circle. Okay, yeah. So I you didn't like have that. I kind of got... I don't want to say the words like lazy or... It's almost like I, like, I got distracted got from it. my core being... 
and it's so um, you needed somebody to spank your butt before you had sex this time yeah or like tell you hey girl you look fine today and then you get in bed like hey it was a you're not having sex right now because you're pregnant and you're not with with your child's father father. no which is the same father as boss are you having sex (laughs) so i the only reason i'm smiling kyle like that because it's funny because i feel like now in my after parker after I have had a boyfriend and everything like that. I feel like now I'm finding a new, like, Shannon within sex. Like, recently somebody took me to the sex store, which I really never explored before. They're fun. And I got some <laughs> outfits. I got oh yeah some things. I saw a picture. <laughs> We but will think, dress up over here. But yes, and I think who inspired me the most to dress up was Kyle because she, I don't know, randomly, this girl will send me pictures of herself dressed up. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, cute, Kyle. Thanks for sharing. Okay, one thing about me, when I don't have a boyfriend or a man, like, I would, I love taking pictures. Like, I would send it to my mom and Cheyenne, and they'd be yes, like. Yes, we would. We would be like, them. We don't want to see this. So then I was like, okay, that's not cool. That's not appropriate. Let me send it to my friends now. So then I would like. So be I like, get them, hey, you guys. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, ooh. So Shannon's, Shannon's so I feel embracing like, a new I feel Shannon. like I'm embracing, like, I've always, like, explored, but I feel like I'm exploring a different side of my sexuality. Like, not in that type of sense of, like, yeah. exploring. Yeah. yeah. But just, like, exploring myself and feeling sexy and feeling like... How do you have sex with Parker around? I mean, you have Parker full-time. I have Parker full-time. It's when... Okay, so I discovered this. It was when I lived with my parents that I would be excited to leave the house to go see, like, my boyfriend or whatever. And that would be my time to, like, have sex and stuff. Sexy time. So that would be the only time maybe, like, on the weekends to have sex. Um, Or you really have to, like, plan sex. You have to As a single mom, you really have to plan it because I can't just be like, oh, come over to my parents because I lived with my parents until last year so it was always me planning it um well, now that so now that i have place. my place i still have to plan it drop off parker my mom <laughs> my mom is so she's always like shannon so who are you <laughs> who are you gonna see tonight <laughs> i'm not gonna go see nobody right. <laughs> like no one always, i will tell you <laughs> she's always so ready for me to go like when they're watching parker or something they're like "Ooh, so i'm like so what like i don't i'm they know you're about to go get some nooky nooky <laughs> but not at the moment i'm not so i love it but i feel like right now this moment of my me being 31, I'm feeling really grown and sexy. I keep telling my mom, she was like, oh, what can I buy you? I'm like, I'm feeling sexy. I don't want to wear none of these dresses that you're picking out for me. I want to be sexy, mom. But um, I for sure have explored, like, the cute little outfit, sex outfits. So you taking have pictures. sex when you don't have Parker. Yes, I have sex when I don't have Parker. And I don't explore with toys. Uh-oh. There you have it. Okay, Just, no one asked you, you have that. It. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you're asking only, and but I but I don't have Parker. And yeah. Sometimes that's not that for a long time. Oh, you're saying you don't oh, use a toy? I don't use a toy. Off periods of not having sex. 
And I know a lot of Do you women, masturbate? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Would you, you don't like need a toy to, to masturbate. I'm like, is it something that it's you It's weird to me. Do you not want to do it? I don't want to do it. It's Why? weird. Got it. You don't it's, like to touch yourself? No. I think, okay, so. It's a weird thing to me. It's weird. It's weird when okay, a guy, so like. Okay, so have you ever had sex with a guy and he's like, touch yes. it? Yes. And you say, no. <laughs> no. I don't want to touch oh, I'm like. I mean, yeah. I'm like, which hand? Here we go. <laughs> this one is this one. <laughs> Matter of fact. <laughs> want to see a trick? <laughs> No, I used to be really hesitant about masturbation, and it was, like, to me, it was just, like, it was a weird, a weird thing to do. You like, gotta know how your body ticks. But, yes, and then I discovered, like... <laughs> I would need you to go home and touch yourself yes. tonight. This lady... <laughs> I text you and ask you how it went. <laughs> I had an older woman gave me, like, a sex talk, and she was, like, basically, you need to learn how to discover yeah. yourself before someone else can how discover you. How can you explain it to somebody if you don't know where the button is? I know where the button is. I okay. need you to touch the button. Yes, ma'am. Yes. The way you looked at me. Because okay. <laughs> sometimes, like, and it's no disrespect to your partner or male, but, like, there are times where they are just not going to get you to that point. To that point. And the thing is, with the female body, it takes, like, 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes for us to even, that like, extra, really to get that it. extra rubber tub, rubber tub, rubber tub, turned on. Can really help the oh, situation. What? Waterworks. <laughs> I can't look at shit. I'm just saying. You can't help. Real. No, but that's real. So, yeah, that's... I mean, and then the times where you have Parker, you know, you can still it's weird. Get, it's where not I, like he's where do in I the go room with you. You do go it in the your bed, bathtub. Oh, when he's not there, when he's not, no. I'm saying or when, when you have Parker, you can masturbate. Yeah, he's not in the bed with you. He's in his room. We share the same room. Oh. And he likes to sleep in the same bed as me. Okay. Okay, you can't mess with me. <laughs> right. We're not going in the bathroom. In the bathroom. While he's asleep? Yes. yes. Bathtub time is Guys, my time. Guys, you're making me feel yeah. real uncomfortable. All right. It's okay. <laughs> Just kidding. We can go to the sex shop together. <laughs> we can get you Tell a magic what? bullet. <laughs> I like toys. <laughs> Obviously. I didn't have my first toy till last year. Boring. Well, then there we go. Yeah. When and was your was, first toy? It was like college, <laughs> sophomore year. Yeah, it was, when it you was were new to me. When I was exploring, <laughs> I got introduced to the toy life. Yeah. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house. And I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on in my hallways. Thankfully, Framebridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store and print whatever kind of images I want for my home. Whether it's a travel souvenir, my favorite photos from my travels, or just pictures of my kids, I know it's going to get done and it's going to look good. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. I love to see things that I've done and experienced in life and they motivate me to work even harder. When you think of Framebridge, just remember it's easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. It's fair and transparent upfront pricing based simply on the size of your item. 
There's a curated selection of frame styles with design experts on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame. There's fast service, free shipping, and it's great for gifts. Order online or get expert help at a retail location near you. And don't forget, happiness is guaranteed. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they'll make it right. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Um, before I got, before I had Ace, I, I kind of, same thing with Shannon. It was like we would, Zach and I would, sorry Zach, to put our business out there. But what would y'all do? <laughs> we we didn't have sex until the weekends because right, even though time. Ryder had her own sleeping <clears throat> space, half the time she wakes up around four a.m. and comes and gets in our bed. It's not like we're having four a.m. sex. I mean, most of our sex happens before we go to sleep. <laughs> but, but I mean, you could um, have four a.m. sex, right? So it's like I would never want a situation where Ryder's walking in and you know we're doing the nasty. Or Ryder likes to sleep in the bed with us, and it's not happening yeah. with her in the bed. So we really, I noticed for a long time, I'm like, oh, wow, we have we have weekend sex. Um, and then when Ryder really started sleeping in her room, it kind of changed to, like, a little, a little, like, you know, a like, little, hey, hey, come here. She just went to sleep, it's our time, you know. <laughs> but it was like, it wouldn't, it's not like, it's, it's not like, um. Like really good sex, like, like no, because it's like you're, you. I'm like constantly like checking to make sure I don't hear little feet or a door, you know, open. Or you get paranoid and you're right. like stop, 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 stop. It's that, we, the it's weekend that side is, angle where right. you're like, here you go, and then you're like, oh wait, hold on. Yeah. So on the weekend, on. that was like our time to shine, you know. <laughs> but now that we have Ace, I'm like, when do we do it? But to be transparent, I just got cleared yesterday from my doctor because it's like my past six weeks. So I came downstairs and Zach has been like really having a hard time with this whole not having sex thing. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people asked, when did you stop having sex in your pregnancy? And I was scratching my head like, we didn't. We didn't stop. We we did it all the way through. Um, You know, some days were better than others. But. We didn't ever stop. So this is the longest we've gone without, without having, having sex. sex. And Zach is really struggling. Do you guys do th- other things than not having sex? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I was just but wondering. It, you know, it's not the it's same. It's not the same. I wishy wishy. <laughs> so next time Zach is on my ear, I'm gonna be like, Zach, Yo, whooshy, are you just mad because you haven't got any whooshy whooshy? <laughs> He's gonna try to be like, what? <laughs> Literally. What? So yesterday when I came downstairs, he was waiting in the car for my appointment, and I came down. I said, Can we? And I said, and he looked at me. How was it? How'd it go? And I know he's just waiting for me to say like I got cleared for physical activity. You know, I know, I know he was waiting for that. So I said, man, she checked and she said like one of the stitches didn't heal right. I gotta wait another four weeks. Oh man, you done it. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't even like hold it in for that long. And then I told him I was just kidding and that I'm cleared. I wish he would have recorded that moment. He, that would have been funny. Y'all, last night we got Ryder in the bed at eight o'clock, right? And she's tired. The kids are in camp. She's right knocked now. out. Kids are in yeah. camp. There's no little footsteps coming our way. He's sitting there. And Ace is in the snoop. Ace is in the snoop. <laughs> doing his little thing. Zach 
Jack looks at me, he goes, I'm about to shower. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's going to want to have sex. But I'm so scared right now to have sex. So I said, okay, can you give me some wine? You know, I'm trying to. <laughs> to loosen up. Yeah. <laughs> to get you. Ready. Let me get a little you buzz. You need a shot going. of tequila. But I'm not drinking, drinking because of AIDS. Because right. I'm nursing. So, you know, I'm like, let me just get a little sipping. And then maybe, you know, it will calm the nerves for, like, first time having sex after you have a baby, guys. It's almost, like, just as scary as the scary. first shit that you have to take after you have a baby. That, that's really scary. Yes. Like everything's going to fall out of you. It's just a scary time. So he gave me a he gave me some wine, but when I tell you it was a jug, he was literally I know he was like, I'm about to get this girl drunk and get me some. Y'all. By the time he took the shower, came and got in the bed and was sitting there, I was asleep. <laughs> Poor man. I was knocked out. I don't know if I was genuinely really tired or if it was or the scared, wine. Or if I was so scared, I scared my ass to sleep. She was like, go sleep, go sleep, go sleep, go sleep. You won't touch me. This morning when I woke up, he said, I should have never got you that wine. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, oh my God. close one. <laughs> it's woo. The, it's the woo. I'm scared. That is scary. Yeah. Do you remember your first time having sex after you had yes. a baby? Yes. I remember... Yeah, Parker's dad was really excited, too. Um, but I had a C-section, so I was really still in, like, my incisions, but everything was just weird. So just, it wasn't like you were scared of your vagina? I wasn't, no, but the crazy thing is that I was dilated seven centimeters, and I had a C-section. I just feel like everything was just weird. Like, mm -hmm. not, yeah. like, place. I just remember it wasn't in place. I remember looking at my vagina sometimes. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was, like, swollen and just everything was weird. The crazy but thing is, I, I feel like that right now. Like, that's it's see? just not. It's just, it's not, you don't feel, I feel like after birth, you don't always feel the sexiest. Mm -hmm. And so you don't feel like you can give your man that, like, like how is that sexy time? Like you want to feel sensual and sexy hey. and like touch me, babe. Like no, like you have milk squirting in their face. Oh my god, that's me right now. My like, hair's I not remember, done I, under right. this hat. I'm like, can we wait till Friday when I get my hair done? At least like, I can let feel me cute. Feel, yeah. Let me that feel. Is funny. <laughs> I remember the first time having sex and like he grabbed my boob and it was just milk all over. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> Why do you like? I'm like, wait, hold on, let me pump first. Right, let me. I don't know some things that need to happen. And then yeah, and then the baby's there. I and feel like I embrace it. I'm like, you about to get this? <laughs> and see, get, I mean, I guess later the on, first time after you had Bob, oh, you were I, I, you like, milk on somebody. Like, that right. um, <laughs> I don't remember the very the very first time I had sex after, but Bob. it wasn't you. It was a long time. Yeah, I'm saying like it was time. It time wasn't, yeah, you're yeah, yeah it was time. Because yeah. I think after it's not the like first... somebody's knocking on your six week door like mm -mm. like Cheyenne. Yeah, yeah, I'm like that's pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, to get back and to feel that. Well, the other day I gave Cheyenne and Zach these little like sex note cards. Yeah, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I, right. I'm sorry, but. Yeah, but they have other. They're on the fucking on dresser, and he keeps looking, saying, "Are we gonna burn one?" I'm like, oh. No, 
because it's like been a it's conversation like a lately and what it's is, like what is the second i know card? that sometimes it's like it's weird getting back you know getting back but what are the cards that you gave her there's different things that you could do sexually and it's not all sex based some of it might just be like you know a sensual massage or like you know, Massage that will turn into sex. So pokey pokey. Cooking dinner naked or something. And it's to like, turn into sex. Kyle. <laughs> yes, Kyle presented us this little box. It's 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 and there's like 52 this of them. big and it looks like um a, a box that would hold matches. Kyle's ready for and them she, to have and it's sex. so it's actually a really cute box. It sounds cute. And it's like you can burn the little things mm-hmm. after you do it. So he she presents them and Zach is like, Give me the box. So Zach got the box. The and first the box thing. is like burning a hole in my eye. Every time I walk into our bedroom, I see this damn box and I'm just like, Oh, there it the is. The first thing that Zach pulled out of the box was an Eskimo BJ. And What's it's like Eskimo BJ. You give a blowjob with a cube of ice, ice in your mouth. mouth. Mm. So it's like temperature play. And Zach was like, he was oh like, he was like, he was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, thank you, Kyle. Appreciate that. <laughs> Fiance, fiance. I want to know air. from like you guys listening, help me out. How long did you wait yeah. to have sex after you had a baby? I definitely feel like it's normal to be like hesitant, standoffish, um, and standoffish. <clears throat> just, just, just because it's like our body has just gone through this crazy transformation. We mm-hmm. don't know what's going on with our whole vagina. Like mm-hmm. it's been stretched out, womped out, a whole person stitched up. Like, right? How it's it's not it's just wild. how that feels, but since I didn't get stitched up. But there, still, I you feel like, dilated. Yeah, you dilated. I dilate. I, that's why I feel. That's why I think I was so swollen. Like, yeah, yeah, just looking there was. Like, it's a uh, lot, and it, it is definitely a lot. But I would say the one good thing out of this, it's like it feels good to, it feels good to be wanted. Yes, if that yes. makes sense. Like, there's like, nothing. Oh, you still find me yeah. beautiful and, and sexy. You and still what, want me. Yeah, and that's what he keeps on saying. He's like. I want that. Like, yeah. there is nothing wrong with you over there. <laughs> Bring it this way. When I said something about my hair, he's like, I'm not looking at your hair, girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I've, I've seen it before. We're not talking about your hair. So it feels good to to want to be to be wanted and, like, to... Somebody I don't know, like, to touch that. Yeah, like, you to be and... desired and stuff, especially when you do feel so gross after you've had a baby. Mm-hmm. And I... And, you're right. It's like your body's out of whack. You're, there's milk every like. It's just it's just it's not like there's, your sexiest. There's time. fluids coming from all over. Right. The place. So it does feel good that he's still like, I want. You. I want you. Yeah. So I'm not taking that for granted. He still finds you sexy. Yeah. Yeah, girl. But I'm sexy. still scared. <laughs> I can't lie. It's I'm so scary scared. Thing. That's okay. I feel like that is totally acceptable. Like. I feel like after this pregnancy, I'll definitely kind of take some time off. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, like, the next person that I open up to sexually, like, I really want them to... Oh, sorry. Be the last. Yes. Not only do I want them to be the last, but I want them to kind of understand what I've gone through the last few years so that it's, like... To me now, it's, like... It's almost like I took sex for granted. Um, and now I have two children and it's like, you know, I'm not trying to just, I'm too old. I feel like I'm too old now just to have sex for sex. Like I want it to really have meaning and, um, be special. And like, 
I'm a sexual, sensual person. Oh, like, we know. Yeah, I want it know to be, now too. Yeah, I want it to be <laughs> valued. And it's like, I don't want it just to be like, oh, let's just have a quickie. But it's like, we're going to make it fun. It's going to be, a, it'll be a part of a our fun, relationship. Yeah. yeah. So basically, Kyle's sex life is on pause. Shannon's yeah. sex life is getting interesting. And she's going to update us Um very soon on how masturbating goes <laughs> and i'm gonna let you guys know when it happens when, when it, it happens, happens. <laughs> this has been a great talk y'all yes i can't wait to post this on our social media to see what people have to say about you know just when did they have sex how long did yes because y'all have been really on it with can we talk about sex? Yeah. Can we talk about sex? So hopefully we answered some of the questions that you guys had about sex. If you guys have more questions about sex, we are really down to Clearly talk about too it. Open. Yeah. I we, also yeah. think it'd be a really great idea if we brought in like a like a sex therapist or like a someone or who Or maybe someone to show us some toys. Yeah, I was gonna say like I think a that would be something. fun, like to show us single mamas or not even single moms, but moms in relationships, from yeah. toys even have with our partners, mm-hmm. because some of those toys are not fun for the guys. Okay. <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> all right. So if you guys can comment below um, or send us a DM and let us know if you have any suggestions for like companies or sex therapists or anything sex related, then please let us know. Um, we're clearly very open and willing to talk about things. Yes. Um, so yeah, let's keep the conversation going and we will definitely um, update you in the near future of how... What's going on over here? sex life is going. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening. Um, Should we do our WTF or our advice of the week? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go first. You go first. Okay, so it's not really like a super hard WTF, but it's still a WTF. So Boz started camp for the first time ever in his life. It's the first time he's gone to a program. Um And I was really nervous that the first day dropping him off was going to be like, you know, this dramatic tears and just situation. And it wasn't. Um, It was actually really smooth. So the kids are at a a language immersion program. And so when we got there, the lady was like, oh, bonjour, je m'appelle Gwendolyn. Like, you know, she was very nice. And she bent down to Boz's level. And Boz literally walked up to her and gave her a hug. She picked him up and they backed away slowly. And I was like, and I was like, I was literally like, oh, that's it. (laughs) Like, okay. And then like I hit the corner and I'm hormonal and pregnant right now. And I started to cry like, and so that was day number one. Day number two though, we got there and all morning Boz was like, I'm going to camp. Like I'm going to camp guys. So we get there and as soon as we get there, Boz looks inside the place and he said, I'm not going in there. And I said, what do you mean? This is camp. You wanted to come. You were excited. Like, we've had all these great talks. And then he was like, no, I want to go home with you. And then the next thing I know, he's, like, crying, like, full-blown tears, snots coming out of his eyes. And I'm looking at the counselors, and they're like, just give us boss. Give us boss. Like, it'll be okay. Um, And I'm like. Know, like help i'm texting my mom and cheyenne they're like is everything okay bro i text her leave, leave that man there him. drive off. i was like what do i do and then Hurry, I, yeah. I felt better because there was another little girl and her mom and they were kind of having like the same kind of little struggle um but the lady physically had to peel boss 
off of me. Like he was like holding my neck for like dear life. Aww, and I was so thankful that I um, cut his nails that morning. <laughs> no, no joke. Because I would have legit had like a claw mark. Someone would have been like, who's abusing you? I would have been like, it's boss. Um, so yeah, that <laughs> my was my child. WTF moment. I cried the first day. He cried the second day. He is there today. And um, let's pray that it goes all well. Someone so. else is dropping him off. Yeah. <laughs> my Maybe mom, it'll be different. My mom and Dave are dropping him off today. So hopefully um, <clears throat> it'll be different. But yeah. Shannon? No. Uh oh. <laughs> the way you said it. No. We're going in order. It's your turn. Um, I guess my advice would be get uncomfortable with being comfortable. Um I think no, no. get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being or get yeah. yeah. I said oh. it different? Which one? Anyways, I want you guys to <laughs> get comfortable yeah. with being uncomfortable Bam. because i feel like those moments in time like when you really want to do something you should just do it even though you might have those voices in your head telling you you don't have that money to do what you want to do you don't have you know a babysitter or whatever the case may be you don't have that get those little voices out of your head and just do it go for it make it it'll happen um, I really believe in faith and I feel like God will put things in your life to make it happen. I just speaking from experience last year, I really got super uncomfortable with this life and in every step of the way, God made it so much easier and made things appear for me. Opportunities appear up. Just everything just came into place. God just kept giving me blessings, even though I did not know what I was doing, but he just made it so that my path could be amazing. So even though if you feel super scared or like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Just keep going. Just keep going. Because <laughs> yeah. the things that we manifest and that we want in life aren't just going to pop up and be like, hey you got the job or you got this, just keep pushing for those things. And even though if it makes you uncomfortable or if you've never done that before, God will make a way. I like that. I like that too, Shannon. Yeah. So that leads me to tonight, get comfortable with being uncomfortable <laughs> when you masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Cheyenne. Hey, you don't, I'm not letting yeah, this one no, go. No, you're not going to let it go. I need you to get very comfortable. We're going to have to start, like, we already have, like, a group chat, but we're going to have to start, like, another group chat. I hate you guys. Just, just I already know. Checking in. Did, did you do it? Did you do it? Did no, you okay. It's okay, because I'm going to be like, was Zach happy tonight? Or Bro, no? I'm running from Zach. That girl. Scared. <laughs> Stop running. And I know this weekend, Ryder goes to her dad's on Friday. Oh, so he's it's like, on and popping. I'm going to be like, hey, skin the bed with us. <laughs> She's going to be like, hey, he's really fussy. I think he needs to sleep with us. He's going to be in the snoo like this. <laughs> Knocked out. All right. Um, I guess I'll do it by, since we're talking about sex and talking about, you know, our relationships and our bodies, my advice would be to um, 
if you are an adult or a young adult, would be to explore safely. Um, with the condom. Yes, definitely with the condom because sex equals babies and STIs and STDs. Oh, and if you don't use bad. a condom... <laughs> Um, You'll get up with the baby. Yeah. So I really want you guys to respect your bodies, to treat your body as the temple that it is, um, to practice safe sex, um, to explore your own bodies. I really do think you have to get comfortable with your body. (laughs) While she looks at me, you guys. Yeah, I did. (laughs) In order to be able to translate to your partner or your mate what you really want. Um, and I think that that's sometimes that could be uncomfortable for someone to communicate sexually, but, um, I'm just going to go back to what I've always been, what I've always heard of making love to your mind before they make love to your body. So women, you know, I hope you hear that and men also. If we have any male listeners, make sure you make love to your partner's mind and then their body. That's my that's my tidbit for the day. Woo-hoo. Who wants to close us out? Well, thank you all for oh. joining us today and listening to the Think Loud Crew podcast. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple, Spotify, and Google. You can also tune into our YouTube channel and you can watch all our reactions, our funny faces, and our uh, wooshy wooshy moments. Wooshy wooshy. <laughs> we wooshy, have to wooshy. start using that wooshy wooshy. Again, my name is Arkyle Lynn, and you can find me on Instagram at Arkyle Lynn. So and creative. I am Shannon Kablian at Hair by Shannon C. That was creative. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Cheyenne at Shy Not Shy. Don't ask. I don't know. And that was creative. Thank you. Yeah, whatever. All right, y'all. You can also find Thanks. us at the Think Loud Crew on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Well. Yes. <laughs> yes. And please go follow us. Like, comment, and subscribe, y'all. Make sure to tell your crew about our crew. Go have some sex. Masturbate. <laughs> Masturbate. Masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> what? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.